This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And hello again, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Badelski, happy to be with you on a beautiful Minnesota morning. Uh, snowing on the way here to my drive to Winona. A beautiful day to be with you at Immaculate Heart of Mary uh, Seminary. A great opportunity to speak with the rector last segment, uh, as well as Ryan just sharing their experiences and uh, what sort of goes on here at the seminary, which is kind of the whole point of this. We figured the week after Vocations Awareness Week, uh, we'd have our own little come-and-see visit and, and hear from some of the seminarians. So uh, joining me now, as I kind of mentioned before the break, uh, John Paul Bickerstaff, as well as Zach Steffens. Uh, John Paul, you're from this diocese right diocese mm-hmm. Winona Rochester Zach is from uh, neighboring diocese uh, diocese of Sioux City mm-hmm. um, and we'll, we'll uh, I'm not going to introduce you guys because that'll steal your thunder so <laughs> let's go ahead and have you guys introduce yourselves uh, John Paul would you just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself yeah so I'm uh, in my third year at here at college seminary at IHM um, I was homeschooled all my life and mm-hmm. then until I came to seminary uh, it's been very good and I'm excited to see where the Lord takes me. Very cool. Home parish? Uh, Cathedral of the Sacred Heart. In oh, okay. Here, Can't get much much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, my name is Zach Steffens. I'm from the Diocese of Sioux City. Um, this is my first year here at Immaculate Heart of Mary Seminary. Um, and, yeah, I went to a public school growing up, and uh, after I graduated uh, my senior year, I actually took a gap year between high school and uh, college seminary. That really helped me a lot with my discernment and uh, able to trust God in my call. Well, fantastic, fantastic. And uh, another question I've been asking all the guys is sort of why why IHM, why seminary? So uh, maybe if you could explain that a little bit, Zach, how that worked out for you. Yeah, um, I, I really wanted to, to do what God wanted me to do in my life. Uh, when I was a senior, I was actually planning on going to Iowa State, um, but... I knew that that wasn't going to be something that was going to fulfill me, and God really was drawing my heart towards the seminary. Um, it started my freshman year of high school, but I really didn't start intentionally thinking about it until my senior year, and I knew I wanted to follow what God wanted wanted me to do, and this has been a blessing uh, since I've been here. Well, fantastic. John Paul? Well, uh, growing up in a, a devout Catholic family, it always... Uh, seen the priest and admired what they did, and uh, I love to serve with with my brothers at mass often. And of course, the the ladies in the back of church would come up to me after mass yep. and say, "You'd make a great priest." And think, <laughs> okay, cool, maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, so from time to time, the idea would uh, would come up, and uh, you know, ebb and flow. I had other interests, especially music mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, especially getting coming into uh, Especially junior and senior year of high school, I was became very much more serious about music, music and was eager to pursue a musical career, um, probably in as a church music director mm-hmm. or starting some sort of classical music thing, yeah. you know. Um, but then very much uh, during the summer before my senior year of high school, uh, the, I- the idea of the priesthood and... Uh, going to seminary after high school uh, kind of came to the forefront again um, and it was actually the end of that summer that I had that I went on my first ever silent retreat um, and that was what was on my mind when I entered into that and 
by the time I came out, it was it was pretty clear. This is this is where the Lord is what the Lord is drawing me to. So. Yeah. So uh, if you're just tuning in, Nick Medelsky here at Immaculate Heart of Mary uh, Seminary here in Winona, listening to Real Presence Live, uh, again in here in Winona. Excited to be here speaking with uh, John Paul and Zach about their, their time here as seminarians. Uh, you mentioned, uh, John Paul, about music and your love of music. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you been able to um, to still you know, be involved with that while you're in seminary? Yeah, yeah. It's been a, It's become a very very enjoyable and fulfilling um side gig if you will you know um uh especially with especially with singing uh, i've been involved with the choir at the at st mary's university um but also in the seminary so this this year there's seven of us who like to sing together uh oh. sing pieces uh that's what that's what i've enjoyed the most i think because you know sacred choral music yeah you know how much better can you get um so yeah that's been good uh we've had uh, some other bands praise and worship band that we do and then the jazz band um it's been it's been a lot of fun we haven't done all that much but but it's yeah it's been a good time uh, that's uh immaculate jazz i think is what it's called right mm-hmm. and uh you performed at the uh the rector's dinner last year as well as the uh, women's conference this fall yeah uh, how did that sort of idea come up well it actually started as an ensemble at the university oh okay um one of one of the seminarians uh, was needed a needed an, needed an ensemble for the uh, for the scholarship the Saint Cecilia scholarship. Um, so and he dragged dragged some other seminarians in, you know, to have a to ha- just to have a good time playing jazz. And I started out playing jazz on the cello in that group, which is uh, which is a lot of fun. Um, and then once that wasn't uh, this year, that wasn't offered anymore, but. Uh, we, you know, didn't keep us from getting together again and and uh, playing around. Looks like I'll be on keyboard now, which is super cool. You know, nice yeah. to just uh, play around, and see what you can do. So <laughs> there you go, something like that. So, how many instruments do you play? Well, depends on what you mean by do you play. Well, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. Cello's yeah. cello's the cello's the main one. Uh, although, probably pl- right now, there's plenty more singing that I do. Um, composing has been a pretty big interest as well. Oh, really? Um, and yeah, in in our seminary group, the Scola, here I've done a lot of uh, conducting as well. Um, but mm, for instruments, yeah, cello. Uh, I took some organ lessons a while ago. It's been, I, you know, I try to pick up pick it up again when I can. A little bit of piano. I dabbled in guitar, mandolin. I played Scottish snare drum once with okay, my brother yeah, when he played yeah. bagpipes. Very cool. Very cool. So is there sort of a natural uh, relationship, I guess, between you, the music side of things as well as the the uh, the seminary pathway? Yeah, that hasn't been quite clear. Um, okay. You know, I mean, starting out when, when it was, uh, when I was discerning very seriously coming to seminary, it was, it was, it seemed very much of a dichotomy, you know, music or seminary. Um, yeah. And then, as I've as I've journeyed through the seminary, it's uh, my relationship with music has has been interesting and in figuring out like where where it's meant to be, what place it's meant to have in my life. Um, but I think especially especially in the seminary scola, um, that that just makes a lot of intuitive sense. And uh, but also things with the with things like with the jazz band and 
um, yeah, it's it's just it's a very very enjoyable thing to do, especially with your brother seminarians uh, as a, a form of camaraderie and fraternity. So, absolutely. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Nick Medelsky here at Immaculate Heart of Mary Seminary here in Winona. Uh, speaking with John Paul Bickerstaff about his uh, his music background, some of the different things he's been able to be involved in while a seminarian here. I feel like we've left you out, Zach, because uh, we kind of went down a road. Uh, but uh, maybe ask you what sort of things beyond uh, sort of the class classwork and things like that have you been able to be involved with? I know you're still sort of, this is still your first year, right? Yeah. Uh, so you're probably still getting um, getting your bearings straight and all that kind of stuff. But Yeah. Um, so the summer before coming to seminary, I was working full-time at a greenhouse uh, and oh. landscaping back in my hometown, Spirit Lake. Um, and that's really been a passion of mine since I was in middle school. Um, I love gardening. Um, I actually have like a vegetable garden and a pumpkin patch back home. Yeah. Um, and so since being here at the seminary, I'm trying to figure out some way to uh, uh, either be able to help the community in town to work at a community garden or uh, somehow to maybe beautify um, the seminary the campus here itself um but yeah uh that's been a lot of fun um i really enjoy sharing like my knowledge of of that stuff with the other guys here how did you get started with the gardening yeah so i grew up on an acreage uh right next to my grandparents and uh, my mom was always loved gardening and my grandpa always loved gardening and uh when i was younger i was always i always spent time in in the gardens with them uh harvesting and um I really, I really enjoyed that. It brought me a lot of peace, and it kind of ties into my discernment. Um, like I would spend a lot of time in my garden just to like to to get rid of my stress, and it, it really helped me a lot. That's where I found God very present in my life was outside in nature, and uh, yeah, God, God really works wonders, and it's just so beautiful to be able to see that. You know, when you plant a tiny little seed, and uh, you're able to to get its harvest at the end of the season. Um, just like really shows the beauty that that God is able to work here on this planet. Yeah, absolutely. So were you involved with like 4-H and things like that as well growing up? Or uh, no, I actually wasn't. Um, I always really wanted to. I always had a desire to get into that. But um, I was also in a lot of music activities, like John Paul, uh, when I was in high school. Um, you know, band and choir, everything in both those realms. Um, and uh, yeah. Have you been able to do uh, music stuff here as well at seminary? And yeah, I've I've gotten in, I've I've been able to uh, canter here. Got on the uh, cantering list um, for the seminary. Um, I'm really hoping that going forward, I'll be able to. Um, I'm actually planning on bringing my trombone uh, back to seminary after oh. Thanksgiving break, so I can uh, I don't know maybe uh, join the jazz band that we have. Yeah. And, um, just share share that joy with and the talent that. I, I have with the other with the community, um, and I get a real joy from from making music and and from singing. Well, fantastic! Uh, if you're listening at home again, uh, real presence live. Nick Medelsky, excited to be with you today for at uh, Immaculate Heart of Mary uh, Minor Seminary here in uh, wonderful Winona, Minnesota, on the campus of St. Mary's University. Uh, it's been great speaking with John Paul uh, Bickerstaff, Zach Steffens, both uh, seminarians here at the seminary. Uh, talking a little bit about the jazz band and gardening. Those are both uh, worthwhile pursuits. Uh, love hearing about that. And uh, You know, I think it helps round out a little bit people's image of, of seminarians. I think sometimes mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. feel like you're, 
hatched on a farm somewhere and, uh, you know, <laughs> thrown straight into the <laughs> seminary, right? That sort of thing. But it's nice to know that there, you have other interests outside of that. I think people always like hearing that. I remember... This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI, presented by Leonardo Filippis of St. Luke Productions. What the Magi Learned Going into the house, the Magi saw the child. Outwardly, their journey was now over. But at this point, a new journey began for them, which changed their whole lives. Deep within themselves, they felt prompted to go in search of the true justice that can only come from God. And they wanted to serve this king, to fall prostrate at his feet, and to play their part in the renewal of the world. This was where their inner journey began. It started at the very moment when they knelt down before this child and recognized him as the promised king. But they still had to assimilate these joyful gestures internally. They had to change their ideas about power, about God and about man, and in so doing, they also had to change themselves. They had to learn to give themselves. No lesser gift would be sufficient for this king. But they had to learn that their lives must be conformed to this divine way of exercising power, to God's own way of being. They must become men of truth, of justice, of goodness, of forgiveness, of mercy. They will have to ask, how can I serve God's presence in the world? They must learn to lose their life and in this way to find it. Having left Jerusalem behind, they must not deviate from the path marked out by the true King as they follow Jesus. This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. Real Presence Live listeners, Nick Medelsky, excited to be with you from Immaculate Heart of Mary Seminary here in wonderful Winona, Minnesota. On a beautiful snowy morning, excited to be with you again. Uh, John Paul Baker, Staff, and Zach uh, Steffens, right, um, <laughs> uh, joining us uh, to talk about their experience here as seminarians. Uh, so now I get to ask you guys the dreaded question hmm. about the, uh, you know, what's the uh, the most difficult part uh, so far about being in seminary? And you guys come from different backgrounds and different places, so I'm sure the answer might be slightly different. Uh, we'll start with John Paul. Yeah. Hmm. Perhaps, perhaps just the self-discipline, uh, especially especially in terms of uh, you know academics, because for so long music has been a you know the in the forefront of my of my focus, um, and then you know the Lord threw through this curveball. It wasn't really a curveball, but uh, I could kind of see it coming um, when you th- when you think back on it. But 
uh but it's been yeah it's it's been difficult uh to just continue to uh like to learn that perseverance uh especially especially in study uh when it becomes hard or when it becomes you know monotonous and you know you're just pulling yourselves through it uh, but uh there's a lot of fruit that comes from that perseverance uh and i've seen that i've seen that already and um i'm eager to to continue to to yeah let that bear fruit very cool and i know zach you're still kind of at the start of things so i'm sure it's it's still fermenting and and you might have a better answer next year or something like that <laughs> but uh so far i guess what's what's been what has been kind of the challenging part yeah, definitely. I'm going to add on to what John Paul had to said. I totally agree with uh, what he said. Um, when I first came to seminary, I really had to learn very quickly how to have a lot of self-discipline mm -hmm. and to stay organized with my school schoolwork. Um, that's on the that's a part of the campus and also uh, seminary life. Um, and then another thing, you know, we're we're a group of 58 guys from all different backgrounds, different personalities, um, different ages. <laughs> um, uh, living in this community is is the best thing, really, about seminary. But it's also uh, sometimes uh, some tension does arise between uh, between guys here. But um, we always always offer that back up to the Lord, and and uh, it gets resolved. But yeah, 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 absolutely. That ma that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I know a lot of the other guys we've spoken to this morning have talked about you know that community is a is a two edged sword right mm. it's a blessing as well as a curse sometimes uh, learning to live with other people and things like that um, I guess uh, Zach I'd ask you again kind of on the on on the other side a little bit but um, why why in the end did you decide college seminary as opposed to you know some some guys will go for a college degree first and earn their four year college degree and then come here. Uh, how did that process work for you? Yeah. Um, finally being able to trust in God uh, the, this last summer, uh, and that's the main reason I took a gap year um, between high school and college, uh, to really be able to put my trust fully in God. And mm -hmm. once I was able to do that, I knew that um, wherever uh, that the Lord was calling me was going to be the best path for me at this time in my mm -hmm. life. Um, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the greatest joy out of where God is calling me. And uh, after, after, you know, about a, a year of intentional discernment, I was able to, uh, to, to just say, yeah, God wants me in the seminary right now. Um, even if in, in eight years he doesn't want me ordained a priest, right now he mm. needs me in the seminary. Mm. Um, and, yeah, that took really a lot of trust, but it was quite a blessing when I was able to reach that. And that is kind of a, a profound way of thinking of it that I don't think a lot of people realize. But that's come up again throughout this morning that, mm -hmm. you know, it's uh, like uh, Father Horhan was saying, it's not, you, you didn't come here to Immaculate Heart of Mary to be like, yes, I will be a priest. I am 100% sure. Right. Sign me up. How soon can I get this done, right? Mm -hmm. This is just one of the steps in the process. And I like the, I really like the way you put it about, you know, God wants you to be here right now. That doesn't necessarily mean he wants you to be ordained a priest. or it, It's not saying anything about the future necessarily, mm -hmm. but just in this moment right now, this is where you're meant to be. Mm -hmm. right? So that's, that's beautifully put. Uh, what about you, uh, John Paul? Uh, yeah, along similar lines, it's, it's about timing. Really, um, and appropriate just, for a musician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Um, I yeah. The 
just the time, the timing in which the Lord spoke to my heart uh, and drew me uh, closer to Himself and closer to this. Um, yeah, in that in that direction, you know, I. Yeah, I think if he had wanted me to get get a bachelor's degree before coming to seminary, um, he would have done things a little differently. But <laughs> I think I think he made it uh, quite clear that that it was that it was the proper time, you know, turning eighteen and going to seminary. And it's and since then, I've I've come to recognize how providential that is. You know, just how how good it has been. Seminary formation has been in my life at this time so mm. beautiful and one of the other things that i've really liked uh learning a little bit about is the uh the apostolic uh assignments you guys have every year yeah. uh could you maybe talk about the the different ones you've been involved in i know we found out uh, i finally figured it out after the first two interviews that it's always the nursing home the first year <laughs> and then it kind of goes from there but uh, could you kind of share about mm-hmm. uh yeah so my first year uh was covid year so um so I actually did phone calls to a homebound woman. Uh, oh. And so that was that was very enjoyable, very good. Uh second year I helped out in a kindergarten classroom oh, at cool. St. Mary's Catholic School. Hmm. Um which was a lot of fun. Really really just something just to just to interact with four and five year olds, find how you know, how open and you know uh, no, there's there's no you know facades at that age. You know, it's just it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, uh, then this year I've been helping out at the middle school at Cotter um, here in Winona. So um, you know they've they've matured a little bit. You know, sixth and seventh and eighth grade, um, just learning to to take things into their own hands and be responsible uh, for them. And uh, I've been able to just to be around, be a presence uh, to them. Uh, be able to help them out with their with their homework assignments, things like that. It's been it's been good. I've enjoyed it. Very cool, very cool. And Zach, have you had a chance yet uh, to do any of that? I know you're still kind of getting situated, but have you been able to do any of the apostolic stuff yet, or is that still to come a little bit more? Yeah, uh, this it has it has started right away uh, this year, um, and I am also um, at a nursing home, uh, like a lot of the freshmen mm-hmm. here. Um, it's really been a blessing. Just to be able to work with, you know, the people who are who are at the nursing home who maybe n- don't get a lot of visitors, um, it's been really wonderful to like hear their life experience and you know they have so many gold nuggets I guess you could say of uh, from history that otherwise might not be shared. Um, it's it's been really awesome for me to be there and spend time um, with with the old people at, at the nursing home that I go to. The elders. Yes, yes, the elders. The elders. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing those experiences, and now it's time to throw things up to Fabulous Fargo to find out what will be on tomorrow morning's show. On the next Your Presence Live, Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Roxanne Solonen and Blake Ritterman are your hosts, coming to you live from the Fargo studio. They'll be talking with Deacon Ben Seitz about how attending a marriage retreat can help you focus on God as a couple. And Monsignor Thomas Richter will be providing guidance on standing strong against the temptations of the enemy. All this and more is coming on the next Your Presence Live, Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. 
Well, fantastic. It's just been a great experience to spend some time with some of the uh, the seminarians here this morning. Um, I think an appropriate way to end today's show would be to uh, pray the diocesan prayer for vocations, if I can uh, get this to blow up. I don't know if you guys can see this. <laughs> Let me scoot yeah. in a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and do that. And it's, it's really long, as a lot of these vocations prayers are, but it is important to pray for vocations. So if you'd... If you join us, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Loving Father, source, source of all that is good, we beg you to look upon us with mercy and love. As your beloved sons and daughters, redeemed in the blood of Jesus Christ, we seek to do your will in every action of our lives. We beg you now to pour out your Holy Spirit upon the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and the other dioceses, and help each member of this diocese to live out the call to holiness given to them in baptism. Please grant us many priests and consecrated persons to serve your church, strong and holy marriages that serve as a sign of your self-giving love, and single men and women who are intent on living out your plan for their lives. Let each of us be more deeply confirmed to your Son, Jesus Christ. Help us to live in holiness and love. Keep us on the path you have marked out for us, which leads to eternal life with you. May your grace be abundant as we rejoice in hope and confidently trust in your divine providence each day. With grateful hearts, we ask this prayer through the intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. In the name of Jesus Christ, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Again, thank you so much uh, for joining us this morning. Listeners, thank you, John, Paul, and Zach, for joining us, sharing a little bit about your uh, path here. I'm sure the great thing about having all you guys on is now you have little old ladies and, and uh, you know other people throughout our listening area praying for you, right, uh, in your yeah. vocation. And again, this is just the first step in that, one of the steps, I guess not the first step, but one of the steps in that vocation process. So praying that, uh, that you guys, uh, you know, are able to, live out the vocation fully and, and uh, vibrantly. So thank yeah. you so much for joining us this morning. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you for joining us, uh, listening on Real Presence Live. Again, Nick Nadelsky. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.